home slice audio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Whiskey Network. You know, the slow. This this is a bad idea because I'm drinking what you paid for. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Why? It's 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 Mark Houston and Rob Henry. It's whiskey at work. It's it's so sad. You can tell there's a holiday coming up because everybody's everybody's half-assing it right now. (laughs) Except for us. Except for this show right now. We're assing it right now. We're doing the whole Thing. This is as whole ass as I've been all week. <laughs> Gross. Um, okay, so here's here's what's happening. Uh, we're we're at work. What time is it? It's about a little before four o'clock. And coming up this weekend is the Fourth of July holiday. So or, or Monday. Well, it's the entire weekend because it's going to be on Monday. So everybody's going to be they're going to be celebrating we're, five o'clock Friday. We start celebrating Thursday at three thirty. If you want to come over, well. We're doing it Tuesday at 10 to 4 (laughs) is really how early we're starting this thing. No, we, of course, are a media giant here in the in the in the western part of uh, our state. And we are going to be putting together a (laughs) that narrows it down quite a little. We're, the, we're well, a media giant in the western part of South of Dakota, in the I, eastern well, <laughs> central part of Pennington County. Well, I wanted to keep in it, the you heart know, of downtown Rapid City, so people can't really argue with us. Um, we're going to one of our radio stations, our Real Rock station. We are going to be doing a God three and a half day countdown. We're going to ta- count down the one hundred biggest rock songs. Hope you're doing it more than once. So that's yes. not very many songs. No, it's going to run. Days. It's going to run Friday at five o'clock. Until uh, Monday night at about 1 a.m. So after everybody's done with their fireworks, the number one song will play again. Are you ever going to play the top 10 songs during a time frame in which people will be awake? Yes. The number one will hit Saturday at like noon and Sunday at like 6. And then going, we planned this out, man. All right. This is... This is this is. I don't a, know why I'm. We're, I know. Don't question us, Questioning man. you. I mean, don't question your ability to drink as much as you do, Rob. Okay. Well, so no, just no one can really. <laughs> so don't don't question me. But what we, you and I did for the show was we put together um, uh, these five segments, the five most iconic whiskeys in America. I thought it was pretty interesting to kind of dive into this. Bit. So we said, well, let's let's do this for whiskey at work. Right. I think some will surprise you. So, well, some not so much. If the number one surprises you, you don't you don't drink whiskey. I mean, you don't you just you can be a, a, a teetotaler, but you should know what number one is in the United States. We're not right? necessarily ranking these from best to worst. No, 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 either. So that has keep that to be in mind. right. That has to be made perfectly clear. Which will be made perfectly clear <laughs> with number with number five. five. <laughs> but these are these are just the biggest. American branded whiskeys, I mean, we think, uh, in the nation. You know, there will be arguments, of course, because you can make a top 10, top 15, top 20. But I thought we would nail it down. Uh, narrow it down, rather. <laughs> nail it down to... We nailed it down to. Yes, us. we did. Uh, and we have one... Well, we have a surprise in this one, too. We, we did have one from this list that wasn't on the list that caught us both a little off guard. That so, it wasn't on the list. That it wasn't on the right. list. Okay. And so we added it. As a special guest. <laughs> right. Let's start with number five, which is, is that the question mark or is that number five? It's number five. Is it? Where's the question mark? Over on here? The on the end. One? I can't see Last. on this side. Okay. I can't see the I got it. All right. Very good. This was the most surprising one 
to you and I on the list. It didn't surprise me as much as it did you, but it surprised me that you've never had it. I had never had it, and it's what I'm drinking right now. It is Seagram's 7 for God. I thought it was a Canadian company. (laughs) I didn't think it was iconically American, but it did. It started out in Canada. It did. Yeah. Yeah, it's based out of Connecticut now, I think. Right, right. right. And it is probably one of the best-known mixers or named whiskey drinks, right? A 7 and 7. I think a lot of people who are drinking whiskey or think that they're drinking whiskey will order a 7 and 7. To me, I I drank these quite a little years ago. Uh buddy Mike was was got me turned on to him and I went through gallons. Really? It's it was just an easy summer drink while you're out camping. There's not a lot of there's not no caffeine in the in the 7, obviously in right. the 7 up, so you're not up. I mean, it is a bit of a sugar rush compared to what I'm drinking now. Boy, but, no kidding. But I went, I went through a lot of Seagram Seven here. Well, and it's not five, expensive six years ago. either. That's, no. a, that's another big. You can get seller. a one seven five for under twenty bucks most places. Good God, I know it's uh, it's it's fine. I mean, on a, on a summer night around a campfire, absolutely. Why wouldn't you have something like this, right? Well, I, yeah, I think. So. I mean, that's that's how I drank it. Most of it. Um, my mother-in-law, we had it at a, at a basketball tournament one time, I think. And she, she she likes to drink her her scotch neat. And she tried this for her and threw it into a cup and went, oh, rot gut. <laughs> I, get, I, I mean, I, I get that, too. I, I, I don't think you would. I don't think you want to drink it straight. No. Um, so it was a surprise. Seagram seven, which is also uh, Rob notes in our countdown that we do this weekend that it is the only whiskey with its own holiday, correct? Oh yeah, coming up. What is what would July seventh? July seventh. So that'll be, be uh, Thursday, maybe yes. a week. A week from yeah, yeah. A week from this Thursday, or no, it'll be this coming Thursday. It's, right. yeah, yeah, I think it's is it uh, dive bar dive day. bar day? Yes, on July seventh for seven seven, and it's named specifically for Seagram Seven. The drink. Or somebody's got a good marketing firm. I'm sure. sure. Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's get to Maybe number... Maybe the marketing firm's better than booze. Boy. Well, they have to be if it's if it's number five on the list. So number four would be... Maker's Mark, which is a... This is about... From Maker's Forward, they're all 100% American. I, I gotta think that Maker's comes in at four only because it's fairly young. The 50s, yeah. 1950s is when this came about. Compared to the others on the list, it's a relative newcomer. Right. And uh, Makers, I mean, it's a solid whiskey. Oh, yeah. Their 45, I think, is 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 the kind of the, the is it the 45? Is that what it's called? It's 46. 46. That's probably their best uh, of, of, of the, what, what do you like better? That French oak cask is good. Really? Yeah. Do we have some of that here? Yeah. Oh. You had it. We I did? had it. We had it at we had it at uh, Justin's a couple weeks ago. Oh, good lord! It's when I bought a bottle, and then I bought a bottle for home. I love the fact that we've done this so much. I can't remember the ones we've drank. It's <laughs> made me so happy. It, it is becoming a bit of a blur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, what's what's so interesting about makers? Oh, I thought you were going. Well, it's the it's the the wax dripping on the top. All of those bottles are hand dipped, uh, even the little ones. One hundred percent of those on the line are. We don't, are, we don't normally buy the little ones. No, so, you know, no, we don't. Some consternation. There. Right. Exactly. So 
Uh, that's that's what makes Makers so unique. And it was a husband and wife team that created it. Um, the the wife is the one who decided that uh, most whiskey bottles were ugly, and she said, "I want to make them pretty." Made it and, stand out on the shelf. Yep, and she designed that whole thing. Marjorie, I don't remember her last name right now, but her first name is Marjorie. The thing that I found interesting is that they tried over and over and over to get this wax right, and they finally found a concoction in like their fry daddy at home or yeah. their crock pot, and they, they the max the, the wax only melts at 350 degrees, so when they're shipping it, it doesn't melt all over everything else. That's That's science. That's science. <laughs> That's why I'm on the radio, folks, because I don't understand how any of that works. All right, let's go to number three on the list, which, again, is not really a big surprise. It shouldn't be. Most people would consider this a bottom shelf, but... That's because it's usually on the bottom right. shelf. But you shouldn't. You shouldn't. No, you absolutely shouldn't. Evan Williams is a fantastic whiskey, especially the Bottled and Bond. That's my favorite from these guys. It's the white label. Um Named after Evan Williams, I believe he was a Welsh immigrant back in the 1700s. Your memory is better than mine. That was that was a week ago we talked about this. Right? I, well, God, I, I I get the stupidest things in my head. <laughs> I forgot what my I, kid's name I, is because I, I had to I remember will, this. I will attest to that. <laughs> uh, but it's it claims to be the first distiller in Kentucky, but uh, that that can't be That's true up for a debate. Yeah, because nobody really a knows of, a lot of levels. I think everybody's going to make that claim in some form or another. It's, but it's good. I, I just because of its price point, I would never shy away from from buying a bottle of it. Uh, again, the bottled and bond is probably the most recognized, or probably our favorite that we've had. Although the black label is good too. Um, if you're looking for something inexpensive to you know take this Fourth of July somewhere, you can't go wrong with a bottle of that. All right, so the top two. If you don't know where these are going, folks. You're not drinking near enough. <laughs> you, you have to know what the top two are going to be. So unless unless the surprise guest is going to throw them. Maybe. I can see that happening. Okay, that's fair. Right. Yeah, I can see that too. All right. So number All two right. on the most iconic whiskeys, of course, it's got to be Mr. Beam. It's been in the United States being made as long as almost any of the others. Uh, German immigrants this time, last Boehm. name Bohm, but when they got here, they changed their name to Beam, and I believe they're on their seventh generation of family members uh, that create and run the distillery. They're running it, oh, bought out by Suntory, yep. now Beam Suntory, uh, a few years ago. It's yeah, been it's, a while. It's been a while, but um, again, still but yeah, Still family run. Right, which makes it really unique here in the United States and just a complete classic. Uh, I mean, what else do you say about it? And it's, well, what I'll say about it is that I, <laughs> yeah, I, hold it. I don't, we're still looking for sponsors. Here. I don't really like Jim Beam, although they did have the one that we were looking at at the store that I hadn't seen before. That was the, was it the double barrel? Was that double oaked? Double oaked? Yep. Yeah. We haven't had that. So maybe we I haven't have to had it. A try. They, you know, I'm, I kind of agree with you. Beam to me isn't, isn't where I would normally head, but they do have some products lines that are are pretty good. I think the Basil Hayden line is theirs. Oh, of course. Yeah, you got to remember the, all the options. The, the Basil Hayden. Um, toast is one of my was, favorites. Well, yeah, mm. it is pretty good. The toast was, I thought, was phenomenal by the best bean product I've had. Probably. Um, coming out of that distillery. I mean, it's my it's my uh, two cents, but I'm sure there's a lot of folks out there that are going to fight me between these last two anyway. Oh, so. of course they will. But it, but I, I don't think there can be an argument. I, I, I think... Out of all the lists that you come across, 
number one and number two are rock solid, I, and I don't really think they can be changed. I think when you think American whiskey, mm -hmm. these are the first two that are going to pop in your head for right. sure. So, of course, reveal number one, and you kind of, I think you set it up over here, too, before everybody. <laughs> I kept the back to the camera. Of course it's Jack Daniels. It just can't be it anything else. It isn't more iconic. I mean, it's more iconic than anything. I mean, it's it's Harley Davidson. It's apple pie. It's hot dogs on the Fourth of July. It's it's Frank Sinatra. It's I mean, it's the it's the one thing that you see in the movies when they're trying to be whiskey, mm -hmm. unless they're trying to do something kind of goofy. Well, and it's and it's and it's one of the most copied whiskeys too. Evan Williams is a prime example. Right, of that. they literally copied the square bottle. From Jack Daniels. Uh, There's a lot know. of similarities between the labels. Right. A lot of that's a product of time. And you know. I, having done this now for over three years with Rob, Jack to me was, it was that, yeah, it was your high school, college mixer. You know, you put that in the Coke and that's that's what you drank. And then Rob was like, no, drink it on ice like you're supposed to. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no way. It's garbage. I rarely get to be right here, so I'm soaking <laughs> this in. <laughs> you should. I, uh, just Saturday night when I was helping out up in the loud, up at the loud, all they had in the outside bar was, was Jack, just Jack Black. Oh, just the black? Yeah. And I said, just, I'll just take some of that on ice. Cause it was just, I, first thing I saw and you know, they were like, well, as long as you're helping, we'll pay for your drinks. <laughs> so I poured it in there, let it sit for two minutes and took a sip and I'm like, God damn it. I hate you so much, Rob. I hate you I, I so much. I love that I have this little space in your head. <laughs> but it was. It's, it's cheaper than it's, my mortgage by more than a little. <laughs> it's, it's solid and it tastes good. It's just super full flavored. I mean, I, I've heard people that don't like the charcoal mellowing, which I can understand. But it to me, it's just so full flavored compared to, you know, some of the folks that really like the Canadian stuff. Which I don't begrudge them. I mean, drink it all you want. Drink mm -hmm. it how you want it. Mm -hmm. I like the full flavor. Right. And and it's, you know, for for the for its price point, too, it's fantastic. Um, it, it's just a, in, in, in the iterations of it, of course, you know, the Gentleman Jack, which goes through that. It goes through it twice. Twice. The charcoal mellowing. That's probably, I'd put that easily in my top seven whiskeys. The Gentleman is just smooth. My all-time favorite is the Sinatra. It's. I don't know, man. I just I just hate the fact that and you that, made that, me like that, this. And that Sinatra is super full flavored because yes. they, they uh, leave the shavings of the barrel inside the barrel when they well, the, and it's grooved, correct? The barrel is grooved yep. on the inside to let that whiskey get in and out a little yep. bit more. And of course, they've recently come out with the bonded and the triple mash, which yep. and the and the tenure and the Coy Hill. Oh my goodness! They've they, they've expanded the world. They've expanded their product line quite a few. With quite a few products in the last year. And none of it feels rushed. No. All of it feels like they've really paid attention because none of it's bad. I mean, none of it, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't none know. of it comes off as an accident. For right. Sure. There you go. Okay. So, and, those... and, they, and that, that's spanned two different distillers at this point. Mm. You know, when Jeff left, he must have had a, some of this stuff in the barrel, in the barrel already, mm -hmm. knowing that there was a plan for it. And now that Chris is in charge he's he's it's, he's coming out with it so i mean good for both of them good for Boy, jack no kidding and it's all delicious it really is it's 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 easy to see why it sits at number one on this list now the wild card that we had to throw in here because oh, i like what you did there 
because <laughs> what did I do? I don't even know. You I don't did. even know it. You didn't even realize I it. I didn't even realize I did. Well, don't tell me. Um, <laughs> you, you want me to reach this one? Can you get it? Uh, okay, here we go. This was the wild It card. was the wild card. Oh, I see what I did there. That wasn't that Barely. Good. Barely. Um, this was also, this is, this I, should. I four for six on the garbage. <laughs> should arguably be in the top five. Wild turkey is also synonymous with almost anything American, especially when it comes to hunters, uh, when it comes to outdoors. I think wild turkey is always in a pack somewhere. The wild turkey 101 is on every list that I've seen about American whiskeys that you should drink. I think wild turkey has some great products. I'm not sure that 101 is the... One I would start off with. Right. But the Russell's Reserve, the Rare Breed. And the Long Branch. And the Long Branch. I mean, we're both fans of that. Yep. And I'm going through the Rare Breed that I found and the and the Russell's Reserve like I shouldn't be at home. It's the Russell's Reserve 10-year, right? Is that is yeah. that what it is? Yep. Yeah. And uh, the Rare Breed, that's kind of, that's almost unicornish anymore in, in finding it. It seems really difficult to get your hands on. Yeah, I found that one on the shelf in Brookings. Oddly enough. Really? Yeah. What's the price on that? Do you know offhand? It wasn't as bad as I would have thought. It, and Brookings is a little higher priced than they are in most places right. around here. I, I don't know, 40 bucks, 45 bucks. It wasn't bad. Okay. That's not bad. Um, all right. Well, there's our list. There's our five slash six most iconic American listings. And you can argue this in the comments. We would love to know what you think. And what, what maybe we have missed. I don't know. I'm sure there's a couple out there. I saw, I saw a list earlier today with American brands and had Michters on it. Well, I suppose you'd throw Buffalo Trace in there, too. You could, yeah. to a degree. I mean, that's, you know, they really kind of rule the roost with all of their different iterations right sure now. I'm sure I'd throw Buffalo Trace in. I mean, not for iconic. I mean, I mean I, not for just what everybody thinks of, right? I'd throw them in there. I'd throw them maybe. in the top six, maybe. Okay. Um, well, again, we want to invite you this weekend, uh, to listen to our real rock countdown that we're doing. We'll have the 100 best rock songs, uh, for the 4th of July, and you can go to Timmins Market and obviously buy any of these in just six packs because, <laughs> because none of them, none of them are super expensive. Uh, I think the, the most expensive one on the list would be Makers, wouldn't it? Yep. Out of all of those? Yeah, so. I think that little guy was, I don't know, 15 bucks. <laughs> oh, good heavens. It's it's good. But get the 46. I always buy the big bottle. I mean, the crap. Rob gives me so much crap about that every time I go, why'd you just get the 750 when they had the giant one right next? Well, because I don't drink that much of it, Rob. I know, but then you don't have to go back to the store when you run out. Half the fun is going to the store to see what else is there. You're taking. You can that always away from stop by the store. Doing. No, I'm telling yeah, well, you, buy true. the big bottle, leave that's it on the shelf. <laughs> I'll be over at some point to help you out. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, if you would like to uh, comment on this, we would love. I would love to hear some. I this would. might be the first time that I would. Do you want to hear if somebody comment welcome on some comments? <laughs> I may be. Wow. May inviting trouble there, but yeah, you really probably like, yeah, are. We want the other guy. <laughs> Can you get him to shut up a little? Uh, Thank you so much for watching this uh, episode of Whiskey at Work. Happy 4th of July. Be responsible, of course. Uh, You know, we'd like you to watch next week's episode, too. So you got to be safe to do that. Please. Uh, Go America. (laughs) I was wondering how you were going to end that up there. I was going to wrap that one up. So...
that was really kind of depressing. It you was. need to try that again. It was. Well, you know, what do you, what do you want to sing? God bless America or something? You know, no do one it together. Wants me Nobody. To sing. Okay, then we won't. We'll just end you it up that way. Then we'll leave it this way. Well, <laughs> People yeah. kind of disappointed. <laughs> Instead of being <laughs> all be the way, even more disappointed if I started in right. with God bless America. Thanks for watching this edition of Whiskey <laughs> at Work. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquis, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network. Whiskey at Work.